Well, I feel like we've stepped into a death house. Yeah. Yeah. The fog has rolled in and pushed us up to the gate. I'm gonna open the gate. Uh, here, let me get let me get the gate for you. I found the latch. Here. Uh, you want to go knock on the door? Yes. Okay. Knockity knock knock. Okay. Knock, oh, knock, knock. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone's home. I only waited two seconds after no. you knocked. Oh wait. Yeah. Nope. Oh whoop. What's I hear, that? I hear creaking. That's not good. Or is it? I mean, we knocked on the door. I was hoping there would be someone inside. Um. Oh. Oh. Wait. Hold on. I can't see. There's too much fog. What's going on up there? Is I that, backed away from the porch. Is that is that the mysterious visage of short story one? Oh my god! I missed I missed the face reveal. <laughs> Alan, what did they look like? It is just the letter, the number one in a big cloak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they shut the door. Wait, oh. wait. What's that? They what's what are you holding? Is that a is that a McGriddle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice of them to give you a McGriddle. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> hey, the, hey, Alan, there's something written on the wrapper, though. Uh, it, it, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. We are in a world of hurt. Well, actually, maybe not, because, like, you know, Alan's got a McGriddle now. Is it? Is it at least warm? Uh, it's, yeah, it's a warm chicken McGriddle. Yeah. The best kind of McGriddle. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I he he could have got two, but you know. I, now, say say everyone say what you want about McDonald's being garbage because it is, but there, there's some fucking special about a McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I haven't had one in ages, but um, now we're talking about it, I'm like you know I could, could could go for a go for a McGriddle maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean I I'm I'm a little dubious about the fact that Short Story One gave it to you. Yeah. And let me guess, they're not gonna—they're not gonna let us in the house, are they? We're gonna no, have to stand out here in the no, fog. Yeah. Uh, also, I've unfolded the wrapper of the McGriddle. Uh-huh. Uh And it is immense. Yeah. Wrapper. Wow. Well, that explains. Um, and there is there is a lot there is a lot written on here. <laughs> really, a lot more yeah. than usual. A lot more than we usually expect from uh, from from short story one. Oh, hey, at the very top corner, I noticed they've written something in Sharpie. Hang on a second. Uh, title, I love being confused. Approximately 3,000 words? Wow. Wait a minute. Is this a long short is, story? Is this a sh- short story one long play? This. <laughs> we're not speed running this one. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is an Amiga long play of short story one. <laughs> Uh, we're, and it concludes all the MIDI music and everything. Uh, oh yeah, according to Short Story One, this is my most bizarre, strangest, and odd story. That's okay. Oh, that's literally all they have to say. Okay. Before we get to the story itself. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just to be fair, I'm gonna be casting furtive glances over my shoulder at the porch of that mysterious, dilapidated mansion yeah. the whole time. But you know. It hey. is now. It is now. It is now canon that short story one is just an enormous sentient number who <laughs> lives in the death house from Curse of Straw. Yes. <laughs> oh shit, Alan! Look in the window up there. And it gives, gives you stories written on the griddle wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> I was distracted for a split second. I thought I saw a floating cup up in the window up there, but it was just an invisible person moving a cup yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah. I, I brought night vision goggles for that for the specific purpose of 
telling whether or not there are flying cups or invisible cup movers. I do not want to deal with any more invisible cup movers. We, that we've that 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 ship has sailed. We're we're yeah. we're over. We're done. Uh, but let's find out because I'm I'm confused. I thought their whole purview was super super you, short stories, but here we go. Do you love being confused? I guess. Well, I don't love it. Not like short story one does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, you have the wrapper. Why don't you uh, you yeah. give it the first paragraph or read? I love being confused, and it's just such a wonderful feeling when you don't know something properly. Confusion stretches and massages the brain and squeezes all of the depression and anxiety from out of the brain. Yes. When I get confused, it is an amazing moment, and I get a rush of euphoria and joy that no other person could compete with. Oh, I love confusing people even more, and I hate those who lead a life that makes sense or try to make sense out of confusing things. So this is just their biography. I'm a Republican. Um, anyway. <laughs> These people are the destroyers of joy, and they should be crushed and destroyed with not one atom left of them. <laughs> it keeps on giving. I remember a couple of months back, I saw my ceiling moving up and down inside the house, and I was astounded once more at how this was happening and why I wasn't crushed. It was incredible, and and how my ceiling was moving up and down and not changing the whole house was brain-teasing. I could feel a good stretch in my brain, and a good needed stretch was needed. <laughs> <laughs> I then saw a train coming out of my cupboard, and the people inside the train were puking on each other. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first paragraph! (laughs) Oh my god. This will bring us no closer to answering. But this is, without a doubt, a short story one story. Oh, 100%. It's the the whole the the completely detached from reality, uh, um, like passive voice perspective. Yeah, yeah. They were puking different colors on each other. <laughs> oh, you made you made the thing about uh, you you made the point about being confused all the time. You're like a Republican. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure uh, short story ones from the uh, from the UK or something, ah. just based on the. The uh, notice note the color. Yes. Also, when uh, they so uh, gratefully, or, 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 they so uh, appreciatively joined our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/MidnightMarinara. Uh, they their their currency was in uh, was in pounds. Mm. So, yeah. You hear that short story one? We're gonna dox you. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. <laughs> no. We still don't. I still don't know. I still know nothing apart from them being a sentient number one in a cloak. Yeah, giving up. Well, no, okay, we did. Okay, I'm sorry, we did. So we we admitted that they live in Death House in Barovia. So yes. yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, so th- I just feel bad. Honestly, I think they should move because having Strahd as a landlord would probably suck. Anyway, mm. uh, I had no idea. I, mean, what- I keep trying to decide if I'm gonna like learn a serious Strahd voice to give my re- to give uh, everyone I'm uh, running a game for with, or if I'm just gonna talk like I don't know. Like Bella Lugosi. Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait or something like that. <laughs> you could uh, make make him talk. You know what? You want to give him some class. Uh, make him uh, make him sound like Blackula. Like, um, that, no, that's no joke. Have you have you heard like the OG Blackula? Oh yeah. Like the guy who oh yeah. Him? 
I'm actually kind of legit trying trying to get a good Vincent Price impression going. Oh yeah, you could do that. It, it, there is one character you could they they like write with an accent, but no one has to have like the like the Romanian or Hungarian or Transylvanian accent if you don't want him to. Did you see the picture of sexy uh, sexy young Vincent Price I posted? You, I did. Uh, yeah. That is a man who has looked good his entire life. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of unfair, but he is Vincent. He, he is Vincent Price. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, there's a train coming out of a cupboard, and people inside the train are puking on each other. And it's he's so nonplussed about it as always. Our protagonist. I had no idea what to make of all this, and I was so happy with what I was experiencing and how I couldn't explain it. I love this so much, and I loved confusion more than my children who starved to death because I overfed them. I don't know how they could have starved the amount of food I had given them, but then again, I was becoming high at the senselessness of it all. I love confusion more than my wife, for I married on the moon without any spacesuit, and I remember the wedding and how impossible it was, all of it. Although there we both were getting married on the actual moon, and even my timetable for work was confusing, where it says my day off is the same time as my working day, and that's why I love my job. Okay. 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 Will this go anywhere? I doubt it. Yeah, let's... Mm. <clears throat> my life is perfect because nothing makes sense and I don't want anything to make sense in my life and I want things to happen without cause or effect. I once shot my gun at my friend's head and all of a sudden he didn't smell of body odor anymore. <laughs> my friend had always struggled with the way he smelled and, pe- and people in public would always move seats in public transports. But ever since I shot him in the head, he smells amazing now. I love this, and my brain is having a party and a wild ride, and I don't want it to stop like ever. I remember getting a taxi, and the taxi never moved from its place, and when I got out of the taxi, I was now at my destination. I then started to argue with the taxi that he never actually moved his car. I didn't really owe him money. The taxi driver then started arguing with me about how logical I was being, and he was right. I paid him extra, and I started to burn my tongue with lava as punishment for making sense, and instead of pain, I instead became a great singer for a while. What's happening? <laughs> I feel like uh, we're just compounding everything we've learned about short story one into one. I'm just waiting for there to be some kind of turn where something pulls all of this together because right now it's just nonsense. Yeah, it just, it's like someone said, it, you know, it's like when you're a teenager and go, oh my God, I'm so a little random. Yeah. No, typically in, in the shorter stories, there is kind of a moment where there is some degree of logic to what is happening. Yeah. I this is at the very least there's a turn where and we're just waiting for some kind of turn now. Yep. Yeah. That, that's all I want. I mean, I'm sure it'll come. I mean, they he they've done it before, haven't they? I mean, yeah. Okay. Then there is Arnold who is always doing things that make sense and I hate Arnold. The worst thing about Arnold is that he brings his logical straightforward world into other people's lives and it also straightens out their lives for a bit. Everything starts to make sense and logical, and the terror of everything making sense is just too torturous for me. I've warned Arnold of ever coming close to me and infecting my life with his life. Arnold tries to speak to me about things that make sense, and I try to ignore, but my, as my ears and mind absorb what Arnold is trying to say, everything in my life starts to straighten out. Heating things make things hotter, and cooling things makes things colder. I then punch Arnold, and instead of falling, he gets transported to a library. <laughs> But everything in my life becomes confusing again, and I have a sigh of relief about it. Every day I count the blessing that is confusion, and I count them and praise the confusion that gives me so much joy and laughter. 
people like Arnold make things hardened and rough with their logic and sense, where everything must go in a certain way. I don't like that at all. I prefer it when I try to turn left on a road and it becomes right, and when I crash into a car, I end up in Barbados. This is the way the world should always be. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, we're, maybe it's not allowed to make sense. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the whole point. This is uh, what, what short story one. I'm starting to realize if this is their biography, what I'm reading between the lines is that they were born in Lewis Carroll's Wonderland. Yeah. And and somehow that made too much sense for them, so they ran away and joined the circus. But even that made too much sense. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm just. Man. If this doesn't have a turn, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm almost, with you. I'm almost I'm almost I'd almost be happy with that level of shit posting at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, would is it is it bad that we're doing this now? Because I know there's still other short story one stories we haven't read yet, but and this feels like this is like a culmination of something, you know? Um, I guess I guess we'll have to see. Okay. As I see Arnold desperately trying to speak with he, with he people inside the library about logic and sense, I count the blessing of confusion. I cut down trees by placing a pillow on the tree, and I drown by not going into the water. I breathe in air by not breathing in air, and I run by not running, and by realizing these things, it gives my brain such a great massage. Honestly, the brain needs a great massage, and I can feel the juicy tensions dripping away from my brain, and it feels oh so marvelous. I burned my daughter with ice cream. I burned my daughter with ice cream even though I never had a daughter but every day I hug my daughter even though I never got married and even though I got married on the moon it's the guy Arnold again trying to interrupt my counting of blessing that is confusion and as he comes closer to me his aura starts to affect the world that I know and love everything starts to make sense and time seems to flow more correctly and what's up is up and what's down is down it's just so horrible when things make sense and I don't know who would want to live in a world like this I want the other shoe to drop so bad yeah no, I, I was a fan of that. That uh, uh, let me just try and again read that as fast as I can. Um, I burned my daughter with ice cream, even though I never had a daughter. But every day I hug my daughter, even <laughs> though I never got married, even though I got married on the moon. <laughs> so good. There are there are just little bits of these, and this is true of all of them, where you can just pull stuff out that is just like grade A nonsense, and it's kind of it's kind of exquisite, but it's almost like. What I feel like is happening right now is like we've gone to the short story well one, uh, the st- short story well one no, the short okay. story one well enough that like this is like eating an entire fun size bag like not fun size like a king size right. bag of Skittles in three seconds. But, but 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 because we're trying to apply logic to this and look for the turn, are we Arnold? Shit, are we Arnold? <laughs> hey Arnold. <laughs> Move it, football head. I don't want to be Arnold. I want to rather be uh yeah. rather Stoop Kid. Yeah, I was gonna say Stoop Kid too. <laughs> or the uh, or the bird guy. Oh yeah. Or um Weezen Ed. Yeah. I push Arnold and I run well now we're Helga because we pushed Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move it, football head. I push Arnold and I run away I run away from him by not running away, and the fight against Arnold's and to fight against Arnold's is by not doing something confusing that doesn't make sense. I count more blessings of all of the confusion that I experience in my day-to-day life. 
I shopped around and paid money with that with it, even though I never have money and I am penniless. The world got destroyed today, but I'm still here, and I got a birthday present from someone who will never be born. Yes, yes, I feel more better now, and especially when that Arnold guy ruins my life for a moment. Why does that Arnold think he is going to? Why? Who does that Arnold think he is going up to people? And oh, there's no punctuation, so. Who does that Arnold think he is going up to people and straightening out their lives and making their brains feel more stiffer and rigid? Today, I also met my worst enemy, and I also didn't meet him, and realizing that caused an opening in my brain and flooded with so much good feelings that I was in heaven. Oh, you know what this is, Alan? Uh, this is the this is the uh, galaxy brain meme as a story. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's all I can picture right now. Um, I said hello to people who weren't there, and I flooded a country with no water. My remote wasn't working because the batteries had run out of charge, so I got it working by not replacing it with batteries that do work. I walked on ground that were made of air, and I pulled teeth out of people who had no teeth. This is only page two. How? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. How much more of this could there possibly be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't hate it. No, not... Honestly, kind of love it. Yeah. Um... I, I love being confused. Um, we we certainly are. Yeah, yeah. Is this is this trying to get let us just embrace the confusion? Is yeah. that it? Are, are 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 we going to become short story two and three? <laughs> <laughs> are we going to be short story one sidekicks? Uh, I love counting my blessing of confusion, and I gave bald people haircuts and freed dogs by getting them more leeches. <laughs> you know, I guess leeches is what I assume it meant is, leeches. <laughs> I knocked on a house by never knocking, and I solved a problem even though there was no problem to start off with, and I couldn't stop counting all of the confusing blessings in my life. I was hopping with joy and licking other people's ice creams and holding hands with people with no hands. Then Arnold was close by, and his gathering was growing bigger, and I couldn't believe that his following was increasing. I couldn't believe that people were listening to Arnold about logic and things making sense, and I knew that he will infect those people by making their lives move in a straight line. Arnold, you are a destroyer of good things and an asshole to begin with. <laughs> and the things that I want to do to you, Arnold, for ruining people's lives with the idea of logic and things making sense is an abomination. It's not just an abomination, but an travesty. And you should be hanged, Arnold, for giving such idea of sense of logic. Nothing should make sense and nothing should ever go with the flow and life should be confusing because confusing life is just amazing. This is a, this letter was directed at Arnold. I think this big riddle was intended for Arnold, actually. Yeah. I think I think short story one just got confused who they handed it to. Yeah, very possible. Mm-hmm. I cook food without cooking and eat it, eat without eating, and I can't. God! <laughs> okay, you know what? Here's the thing. I like when things are a little random and confusing, but when it's just here's a thing I did, but it wasn't this. That's when it starts to get repetitive. Yeah. Like that's my one critique so far. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and I cannot imagine what your life is like, Arnold, and I couldn't even be in the same room as you. Saying that I don't want to be in the same room as you, I made it that possible, Arnold, by being in the same room as you, and I knew this confused you when kept, when kept, uh, confused, I knew this confused you when kept on asking me why I was in your house. And when I kept on answering back with, the reason I am in your house is because I don't want to be in the same place as you, or in the same room as you. And this confusion caused you so much mental agony and I was enjoying it. Then I gave you more mental agony by saying how much I hate by loving you and this caused you more confusion. But then you started attacking me, or stacking back at me by saying to make sense of things. 
Arnold, when you tried to attack me back by trying to make sense of things, I could feel everything going the way it should be due in order and physical sense. I hated it, and my brain started to hurt from the depression and sadness, and I tried attacking you back with more confusion. Oh my god, it's a DVZ fight, but with logic yes. versus utter chaos. Also, again, I think by trying to make sense of any of this, we are Arnold. Yeah, we, we, we need to like not be Arnold, because Arnold is an asshole to begin yeah. with. <laughs> yes. I, I started to count my confusions. I made a cake for myself, but a stranger had eaten. <laughs> but a stranger had eaten instead, and I shower by not showering. I watch TV with my eyes closed. <laughs> I listen to music by being deaf, and I run by not using my legs. I could tell now Arnold was hurt by these things, and he begged me to stop, but I kept on going and going. I go on the computer by picking up a rock, and I save someone by not saving them. <laughs> and I gave a correct answer to a question by giving the wrong answer. I was winning against my fight against Arnold, and I knew the confusion that surrounded me was now affecting Arnold's life, and then Arnold started to fight back. He started saying out correct math equations and things that made sense in a sentence, and then this started to hurt me. <coughs> hey, is us pointing out, like, critiques in the past of Short Story One stories, like, what prompted this? Yeah, um... Are we aren't We really are Arnold. Maybe... How dare you, Arnold? Try to fight, <laughs> try to fight me back, and I had never experienced someone ever fighting back by having someone fight me back. I ran out of Arnold's by standing still, and I could feel my life making sense. Things moved that that way. Things moved that correct engine in motion, and the air was properly breathed in. And when I had someone down, I held someone down in water. They had surely drowned. Luckily, though, I was away from Arnold long enough for the confusion to come back into my life. So it sounds like. Our protag had a close call. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, huh. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. So our protag just apparently showed up in someone's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, what are you doing here? And our protag was like, I made a cake for myself, but a stranger had eaten it. And I, I shower by not showering. And I pooped backwards. Or whatever the <laughs> shit. <laughs> And this guy was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. He's and like, he, uh, our, our protagonist... Uh, I bought a dog by buying an aardvark. And they, they perceived this as a battle. This, this is, like, and then he presumably, yeah, this is... Uh, um, Short Story 1's favorite trope is unreliable narrator. <laughs> Their favorite writing gimmick is unreliable yeah. narrator, so... Hmm. Uh, I think it's, I think, I think we can still power through this. Yeah. We've only the got police less, yeah. two pages left. The police arrested me, for, arrested me for drowning someone by not arresting me, and I got given a life sentence by simply living life as a free man. Arnold was now growing in number. <laughs> okay, so Arnold is just normal people trying to get him to live. To, to not be crazy. I get it, and he sees them all, and he sees them all as Arnold. He sees them all as Arnold. Man, Arnold could you imagine? Number. <laughs> could you imagine just an army of Craig Bartlett's Arnolds? Of, of just, like, hey Arnold. Yeah, just hey Arnolds forever and ever. Everybody you meet slowly turns into a football-headed yeah. kid. Shit, I give myself nightmares. Yeah. Arnold was now growing in number, and these lived lives that had made sense and were properly alive. <clears throat> Pardon me. That was a good one. Thank you. Um, it was disgusting. I couldn't believe that people would do such a thing, and how dare they turn away from confusion. So I didn't punish them by punishing them, and we still had growing numbers of people like me who were still relishing in the wonderful enlightenment of confusion. 
I love being confused, and I love confusion more than I love my enemy and myself, and I am the enemy. I love saying things that don't make sense, and when my brain tingles when it is confused. What other substance can do such a thing for the brain without any real consequences? I had to count more confused blessings, and I drink coffee by drinking orange juice, and I divorced again, even though I was never married to begin with. I always move forward by going backwards. We get it! <laughs> yes. We get uh... I don't understand why people want their lives to make sense, and such a logical life will become boring and depressing. I remember when my life made sense and everything felt so empty and I wanted to disappear. The existential crisis you will get from a logical life is unanimous, and the constant same motions will go backwards and forwards till you go crazy and faithless. What sort of life is a logical one where the heart hardens and you feel nothing and the brain loses its imagination and wonder? Arnold should be decapitated. Arnold <laughs> should be burned. Arnold should be made an example out of for those who stare against confusion. Arnold thinks he is doing good, but he is doing the opposite, and fights are breaking between people of confusion and people of logic. This is a battle for the soul of America, people. <laughs> those who are of confusion, like me, keep doing confusing things by not doing confusing things to be confusing and to hurt the people of logic. The people of logic do logical things by picking up litter and putting it into a bin or setting the alarm clock to set off at a certain time so that you can go get to a certain place in time. What a horrendous way to live. And I will never yield and I will never bend down to the people of logic. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Hello. Get it? Because I said hello. Yes. Instead of goodbye. I said hello. I said goodbye by saying hello. And then I uh, stood on my head to walk off stage. I'm going to not continue reading the story now by reading the story. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. It's not, is, is, okay, confusing is one thing, but contradiction? It's really, it's really, I love being contradictory. Right? Okay. I will always be. <laughs> come on, come on, Alan. We got this. You got this. You got this. Is this is the trial? This is what's happening before we even go into the death house. You have to face this trial. I will always be confused, and I will always be doing whatever. God damn it! Over and over and over and over and over again. I yeah, I know, I know. It you know, look, it's fine when they're bite-sized chunks, but this is a four-page story. I will always be confused, and I will always be doing whatever I like by not doing, and sometimes when the confusion gets to a certain amount, the good-feeling endorphins start pushing out some of the brain from out of the nose. I got a piece of my brain that came out of my nose, but it wasn't my brain, but someone else's. So someone else's brain came out of my nose, and I decided to go to America by simply not going on a plane or a boat. Then I remember being surrounded by self Arnolds and their auras and the things that they were saying. It was making sense, and my brain was hurting like a lot. I tried to count... I tried to count my confusions, and I loved how I went home by not going home. I loved how I cooked hot food inside the fridge, but I, and I enjoyed fishing with my best friends that are also fishes. <laughs> my best friends that are fishes would become offended when I catch a fish and don't let it go, and how I love and I love how I ugh, and I love it how I got to sleep by not sleeping and waking up by not waking up, and I enjoy how I pick my nose, but always think I think it's my finger, but it's actually someone else's finger, and so I chop it off and give it to them and apologize to them for having their finger on my hand. <laughs> It briefly reminded me of the Great Day uh, song by Lonely Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gonna go to Spain and roll with bulls. <laughs> 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 My friends and parents, 
coworkers all say, hey, we were wrong about you, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about that in a while. Oh, shit. Hey, Dennis, you really got to run with the bulls? <laughs> what? What? I'm never going to do that. But you just said you would. Man, that was like ten days ago. Or was it? <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't on. mention it during the drags, but... Uh, Sort a weird point of interest. I uh, I recently just got caught up properly on all the T floor behind gorillas. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was a good way to spend my time when I was on, on uh, quarantine, like self quarantine. Um, I worked a twelve hour shift during a holiday once, um, and didn't receive uh, a single thing to do or phone call during that whole twelve hours, and learned a lot about the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> That would explain a thing or two. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <sighs> By the way, uh, Cracker Island, their new um, their new jam, it's a banger. Yeah, it is very good. It's very, very good. And the music um, video is great, too. Anyway, that's what prompted it. Yeah. I saw it. And I'm like, hey, what happened in the story recently? And I had to go back a couple of years. Yeah. Hey, anyhow. Arnold's friends were surrounding me, and the things they were shouting at me sounded like something fell to earth and cocked up everything. Everything has gone haywire, and you have got to try and stay logical to beat the confusion. There is something in the air. There it fucking is. Yeah. And it was making sense, and so I started killing them by not killing them and burying them in the skies. They were destroying everything that I love, and I couldn't believe that they would do such a thing and destroy a person's well-being. I love being confused, and it's like when a person grinds their sharp nails against your eyes, and that's how great confusion feels. Oh, the freedom that confusion gives compared to logic, because logic imprisons our things things to be a certain way. Like that thing should be like that, and this thing should go like this, but now confusion has made it where anything is possible. So, now there's an explanation, and it took most of the story for us to get to that line. Yeah. Uh... Arnold was crying at some of his followers that weren't alive anymore. He looked at me with anger, and I looked at him with anger by showing him kindness. I took him to restaurants and shopping, and that's how much I hated him. The confusion sometimes nearly took, uh, took over him, and now and then I thought that I had Arnold in my grips and that he would be part of the confusion soon and just learn to love it. It's so good, and I love counting my confusions, like turning on the lights without turning anything on or not having any electricity. I like how I show my kindness by angrily shouting verbal abuse at people. And I love visiting doctors because I have nothing wrong with me. And I demand the cure because I have nothing. Arnold's gone, Arnold's gone now and he is kneeling down and it's like he can't take it anymore. That's it, Arnold. Be my brother and be among the confused. Be among the naked by wearing clothes and be among the senseless and illogical. Be among the confusion. I go up to Arnold by not going up to him, and he looks at me with the look that he is enjoying the confusion now. And even some of his followers try to help him, but it is useless now. The confusion is set in, and he will enjoy it. He will relish it, and his mind will bend by not bending, and all of the negative juices of the brain will leak out, and he will be better. Are you confused yet for what I have told you? Don't worry. It will come to you, and you will be in love. You're next! <laughs> oh boy okay uh so yeah this was uh oh man this i'm reminded of I, I don't remember the story's title but there was a stephen king short story about this guy who was like a scientist writing a, or a or a geologist or something he's writing a letter the whole thing is a letter he's writing 
to like his deceased brother or or to the world at large it's like an apology letter and through the letter you learn that what's happened is uh he discovered uh essentially the cure for violence and there is like like this kind of water or this kind of thing that um would like once ingested or like absorbed by people it made them like peaceful and friendly so they literally dump it in a volcano and the volcano erupts and spreads it all over the world um so and then world peace is achieved but then a couple years later the other side of what happens kicks in and makes people uh get stupid oh and essentially everybody uh like starts losing their mental faculty to the point where they uh regress back to like like mentally back to being like uh toddlers and uh uh yeah so basically everybody in the world is can't function because their their minds have regressed so far so they're literally just lying around like crying and shitting their pants and and uh, for some reason our protagonist is the only person left who's not like one of the only people left who's not affected by this and so like writes this letter um this story feels like that but uh not by Stephen King yeah yeah and as uh, we got to the fucking points it took a while uh, I, dig, I dig this I mean but... yeah I can't say I didn't like it I definitely at points went like what when 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 and there was a when was it worth the when um I think it was worth the when okay uh, um, and I don't know if this would we would be this would we be this considerate to this story if it was written by anyone else? But this is I like think, part of short story one one's like track record. I think I am haha at me saying this. I think I appreciate the logic <laughs> in that it turned us into Arnold. It made us annoyed with all this confusing bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were we were hitting that pretty early on um, um and you know i guess for for a long like our and that i hope that's the case because if that's true like if this is our reader response theory and that's what short story one is going for then good on you short story one yeah it, are there parts that you could clean up yeah but like do you want to i don't think so like this is this just continues to be the fascinating world of this individual's writing, I just, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around what it is. But, you know, for a long story, I guess it works. If yeah. that's the, if it's eliciting that kind of like both, both joy and also confusion and frustration. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's my, it's just a serious. It, it, it's okay. I am, I am officially the other Matt Pat. So good. you're allowed to say it. That's good. For I'm, I'm shamelessly going to put this out here right now. Anyway, in a few days, uh, Random Encounters is doing another Five Nights at Freddy's themed musical, and I am playing the phone guy slash William Afton again. So it's once again the bear suit with with presumably Matt Pat in it, but it is my voice coming out of it. And as I, I'll say it before and I'll say it again, I'm James Earl Jones. He's David Prowse. Oh fuck! Shit! Yeah. I mean, to be um, fair, David Prowse kind of got a raw deal because he didn't even get to play Vader when they took the mask off. Yeah. At least Matt anyway. Pat got to be Matt Pat when he took the mask off. <laughs> um, so, anyway. Anyway. Uh, let's uh, let's start reading this story. Okay. Uh, want me to take the first paragraph? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
I love being confused, and it's just such a wonderful feeling when I, you don't... Oh, what's that? Oh, wait. A, a cuff just hit the window up in that house. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, that Invisible Cup Man saved us. Oh, right. He saved... We, we have confused brain. Now. Yeah, we, we have some confused brain. It, yeah. Maybe it's this fog. Might be the fog. Yeah. Do you want to give this a freshness rating before we, like, actually venture into Death House and you'll get this campaign started properly? Yes. Uh, I would like to give this a freshness rating. Uh, I'm going to say this story is bad because it's good. Well, I was going to say I will give this a uh, an absolute zero out of five because it's a five out of five. Cool. And it's horribly rotten. The most rotten story, and that's how fresh it is. Yes. Perfect. All I'm right. so fresh, you can suck my nuts. And <laughs> <laughs> thought about that one in a bit. Yeah, it's been a while. Hey, make, make sure you don't throw that wrapper away. We're going to need to keep that. I have a feeling it's a quest item. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Breaking away from the bit, you said don't throw that wrapper away, and I was thinking of what I just said, and I was like, Soldier Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Well, neither. <laughs> Don't throw away. By the way, I, I, I want to introduce you to our third party member, Soldier Boy. Oh. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy. How's it going? <laughs> wow, you're Soldier very Boy. quiet. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed. I, I'm not sure. I think I think he's he's a little shy about doing Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, test the door. Oh, hold on. Uh, no, it's not locked. Okay, uh, let's go in. Okay. All right, uh, Soldier Boy, you want to take point? Oh, he's he's nodding. Okay, cool. Thanks, thanks, dude. All right, uh, thanks for listening, gang. Uh, if you don't see us again, you can always try and find us on uh, Patreon, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, if you want to join there, like Short Story One did, you can subject us to all kinds of weird nonsense uh, or you know earnest nonsense. We prefer earnest nonsense. I get this is still an earnest effort, but we will anything you send to us uh, gets bumped to the top of the queue. We do accept general submissions, too, so please feel free to email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com with your stories, your short stories, your short spooky horror stories, your weird and unsettling horror stories, all that fun stuff. And uh, be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Creative Horror Network, including The Jameson Tapes and Trick or Track and The Witching Hour and Darkly Lit and Midnight Marinera, which, if all goes well, we'll be getting another episode in October on our on our nine-year anniversary. Um, cool. Hey, everyone, go listen to the Jameson tapes. Uh, and, uh, hey, go watch Nope. Oh, yeah. Nope was is very good. I am super down. I haven't actually watched it yet. So, uh, but they have the, uh, they actually have the set at Universal Studios Hollywood now. The, the yeah. Permanently. I don't want to go. But... Yeah. Well, next time you're here, we haven't been to Universal Studios, have we? I've I've never been. We could do that. We could go. I also kind of want to go to the park and see the Simpsons stuff. Oh yeah, because they have yeah, that's true. Actually, maybe wait till they open Super Nintendo World. Yep. No, that's if you think Satan and I haven't already discussed that, then <laughs> so proud of you. Well, up. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm having second thoughts about going to Death House. The door just closed, and uh, I don't I don't know what happened to Soldier Boy. Oh no. Uh, uh-oh. The, the uh, cup in the window is sh- shivering ominously. Uh, yeah. I think that they're saying we should go. Yeah. Uh, I know the DM wants us to go in Death House, but I've changed my mind. I'm out. Bye, Alan. I'm out. Yep.
Let's I'm out. Yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. Superman Bye. Superman at home. <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.